1: If you dare. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the load down on this week's contenders. Plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Con Racing.
3: And welcome, everybody, to Gone Racing at the fabulous VEASAN studio. Your host, Brendan Gone, and, of course, Mr. Jeffrey Motley. And we have new chairs.
2: We have new chairs, and new it's chairs. highly controversial right now. We're trying to decide if we like them or not. I'm just going to really
3: piss off all the people downstairs today, Isaiah, and everybody are going to be all mad because I'm going to be like, Hey. up and down. If you're watching the podcast, it's, they're going to be like, we're professionals. Uh, <laughs> welcome into Gone Racing, Mr. Motley, as we have old friends in the studio also right now, which, you know, before we start talking right. about racing. Our former producer, Ann, is here old just friends. to spy
2: on us today, you know, see well, if we learned anything from her in all those years. No, the, the, the
3: pit crew's been kicking our butt so bad the last couple of weeks, we're firing Wyatt and we're bringing Ann back. He just doesn't know it yet. Well, you got to let me finish out the season. I'm on a hot streak right now. No, that's why. The last gotta, time, you got to get back the, out. the
2: last time the picker got on a hot streak, though, they lost like 15 picks in a row. I think I'm on that streak right now, too.
3: Uh, we are going to talk right now, Motley. We're going to get to the Roval, your favorite word, the one that I despise greatly. Which one is my favorite, crapshoot or Roval? I don't know. Well, you both. realize
2: we just went from the crapshoot race to the Roval race, okay. back to back?
3: Let's talk about the craft shoot though at the the Talladega, and well, we had some chalk kind of win well, the race. We got
2: some news we need to. Oh, we do have we, news first. Okay, news.
3: there is good, there is actually lots of news right now. You're right. So first we got uh, Alex Bowman, who of course was out last week. Uh, Noah Gregson filled in for him. He is still out with the concussion protocol, which now means the 48 team is n- they are not removing themselves from the owners championship. But they are out of the drivers championship. So that now moves everybody up. It's not like they move a guy back in. Right. All they're doing is Bowman's already been out.
2: Correct. So, so there's only three guys eliminated this week.
3: That's right. So there's only three guys eliminated. But the other piece of news on that, if you notice our, our graphic from last week to this week, William Byron. Is back in the playoffs because they won their appeal this afternoon, and so William Byron back in the playoffs above the cut line, um, just uh, with a with a decent number above the cut line. Honestly, almost twenty points. So, uh,
2: how do you feel? You know, if you're Austin Sindrick and Chase Briscoe, basically, you probably found out on Twitter that you're no longer in the playoffs. That you're, that you're on out the outside the of the bubble right now,
3: and and it's a big one. It's twelve points, so there's a big difference right there. So that was a, a huge piece of news. Those two things right there. No Gregson will of course be in again for uh. Uh, Alex Bowman this week. So those are your two kind of big breaking news stories of,
2: uh, of the NASCAR regular news, which really Christopher bell is the only guy that's in a, he has to win pretty much to get in. I'm not saying mathematically he has to win, but I think 33, realistically points, in 33 a, points is exactly. It's not it,
3: mathematical, but, but
2: if he doesn't win the race, he's not going to be in the playoffs. Come but Las Vegas. Now, hold on. We're going to a road course. When he did win the, he won the first road course race,
3: I think Daytona. At Daytona. Yep, he won the Daytona race, so he's a hell of a road racer. So he's got a shot, but definitely uh, he's in a must-win situation. But now let's get to what we had last weekend at your favorite crapshoot race, and we had a chalk. I mean, everybody was that ten to twelve to one, so double-digit winner, but the whole field was. Uh, Chase Elliott won at twelve to one, right there. Top three plus three fifty, Group A plus two sixty, Top Chevy plus six fifty. Look. He was one of the chalky guys on the board, right? I mean, he was definitely there. Um, great race. I mean, they, they, they didn't wreck for – they had a green flag run for, I think it was a 50-something laps. Well, so, it was a
2: long green flag run, and I think there was debris on the track that ended up having it set up as a green-white checkered at the end. Um, there was oh. a It was a late oh, restart yeah, because there. there was a debris I was on caution. on pit road, too. Oh, you were on pit road. Yeah, you, I was on pit road, and I forgot.
3: Okay. Well, at that point, the 62 team was just – we already trapped down a couple rough, laps. Rough, rough day for the 62 No, was, team, we man. had a great – Justin Allgaier filled in last second, did a great job. We had one run where it, it just – we got off sequence with everybody else to, as the pit stops happened, and we lost a lap, and it was just all we could do to hold on. So. And,
2: and, you know, the guy we've talked about who still hasn't won this year, Ryan Blaney, he, he's in really good position to advance in the playoffs this week. I mean, he's running at a track where he's already won – at before. In fact, he won the first Roval race. Now, granted, that's because Jimmy Johnson and Martin Tricks Jr. wrecked at the finish line. Hell but right. he was running third. Right. He had to be in position in order to do that. And he really, really had a good chance to win. And Chase Elliott just barely beat Ryan Blaney out at the very end.
3: No, and it was, but it was, it was, the fans were all, you know, kind of not entertaining because, of course, it goes green. The fans say that. But for the betters, you know, you're sitting there in the end, you had the guys up front that most people were betting on. You had the guys we talked about. All the Chevys were sitting there working together. Everybody was trying to be in line. They, they didn't really want to get two by two till late. They did. They manufactured, teamed up. There was just no big one to wipe out the field, right? So that was what was nice. You had a great clean race uh, and, and a, lot, a lot of chalk in that top 10. But a name in
2: the top, we did get a double digit top 3 but the funny thing is he is his odds were less than Chase Elliott's was to actually win the race to win the race
3: so uh in the top 3 you had Chase Elliott of course is your favorite Ryan Blaney was plus 400 Michael McDowell was 11 to 1 and then you look at the names a couple surprises Michael McDowell I'm I'm done saying Michael McDowell is a surprise
2: uh, so I saw a stat on him this week he has he has had as many top 10s this season as he had in his, career. Had in his entire career, career coming into this season that's oh. that's that's a remarkable stat.
3: Absolutely. Right uh, some names in there, though. Eric Jones, another guy we talked about, is a great super speedway racer. He's there. Todd Gilliland. You know, that's a team we didn't talk a lot about, we didn't give a lot of credit to, but they have won at super speedways with with David Reagan in the past. That's another big one right there. And then Chase Briscoe, Austin Sindrick, your Daytona 500 winner. So, no real surprises there. Maybe Todd Gilliland you'd call a surprise. But uh, if you look at a Chevrolet, a Ford, a Ford, a Chevy, a Toyota, you know, I mean, they all were there except for more than one. Toyota. Well,
2: and you think about it when we've seen so many of these Talladega races, you've seen a lot of different names that will be up front. But a lot of times they end up getting caught up in the big one. Well, we didn't have the big one, which I think certainly played into Todd Gilliland's Absolutely. hand. It's well, because it-
3: that normally hurts a guy like Todd, right? Todd's like me hanging in the back. But Todd did a great job of being there even without the wreck. So did Michael McDowell, people say, oh, Michael only finishes there because everybody wrecks. No, Michael McDowell knows how to get to the end
2: of the races, wreck or not. And Michael McDowell was doing all he could to push Ryan Blaney right there at the very end. Yeah. It just wasn't enough. I mean, you had those two Fords hooked up there together. You had Chastain and Elliott on the outside and the Chevys, and the Chevys just prevailed.
3: And like I said, it's going to be, a, we, we said it the whole time, it's a manufacturer race. Which manufacturer are going to be? The best one at the end. They were all there. No wrecks. That was awesome. A couple of our other prop bets. Of course, we have the uh, manufacturers props and top Chevy. Of course, Chase Elliott. Ryan Blaney in second place was your top Ford. He was plus five fifty. And top Toyota was Denny Hamlin in fifth place at plus three hundred. So not uh, no, nothing. Nothing out of the out of the realm of ordinary there. Kind of a chalky day, which is unusual for Talladega. If there's ever a day, we love to say the crapshoot. We love to say you're going to see some big returns. We had just kind of normal every day kind of returns on Dalladega for a change.
2: No, you're ex- absolutely right. I don't think there's any surprises there at all. And um you know it's kinda you see the cream rise. Yep. You know, and, and I think and we went into this race saying, here's Chase Elliott again. He's eighth place going into this race and if he gets caught up in a big one, he could have to win the Roval. And what does he do? He goes and he gets the win. And doesn't matter what happens at the Roval, even though we know he's going to be one of the two or three top guys to beat well, this and weekend. And we had just talked Roval.
3: about that—that that points lead he came in with, and he had disappeared. It was on the bubble, and now which he he's done
2: two segments in a row, row now in the playoffs. Yes, I'm has. sure he doesn't want to repeat that again when he gets to Las Vegas. Uh, no, I don't think he does. Um, not many accidents. That was kind of a—it
3: was kind of a clean race. Was that
2: that one big wreck early in the race? was Harrison Burton and Harrison maybe Burton? four or five other guys. Well, got guess caught who up started it. it. Stenhouse,
3: <laughs> oh, was it Stenhouse? I knew Stenhouse. That. Stenhouse pushed Harrison Burton, caused Harrison. He pushed him on the left rear, made him spin. It collected. Actually, Noah Gregson did a great job of recovering because Noah was in that and got through it. And so it was and and Noah. How, bad day for me. Noah Gregson, my main guy, normally in the forty eight, hits my alternate guy, Justin Allgaier, in the wreck. Really, <sighs> really.
2: But neither really? car was damaged very much at all. No, really. we had
3: a little damage on the sixty two, but it was like really. I mean, of course, well, have to get Noah and Justin. I mean, come on.
2: Well, You've been in enough of those wrecks to know that you pretty much don't even know. It's like bumper cars. You don't Karma. even really know Karma who, you're, gets me. who you're banging into out there.
3: Uh, let's talk about the playoff standings. So we showed that just briefly, when we started to talk at the top of the show. But, you know, th- this is where we're at now. This is a cutoff race, guys. We've talked about it. Playoffs, right? We're ending the second round, what we call the round of 12 And we will go to the round of eight right after this. When we go to the South Point for 100 is the first round of eight. So four guys will be eliminated right now, only three, because, of course, Alex Bowman is out. Uh, Christopher Bell, I would say C-Bell is in a win-or-go-home situation, Uh, 33 points behind that cut line. That's just, Motley, can it be made up?
2: Absolutely. Uh, 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 Mathematically, it can be made up, but let's be realistic. He's going to have to win pretty much both stages. Have a top five finish and Need hope him. that Suarez, Byron, someone like that has, has a, a has day. a bad race. And and one of the things I want to note about what we got with the standings and coming up, the two guys that are just on the outside, Chase Briscoe, yep. Austin Cendrick, 12 points very, tied for twelve points. Very out. accomplished road racers. Uh, we've seen Chase Briscoe almost win at Indianapolis a year ago. Austin Cendrick won on five different road courses when he was in the Xfinity series. Right above them, Daniel Suarez in eighth, won already this year at Sonoma. William Byron the guy who just got 25 points back road courses are not exactly his specialty it's, it's, and if i'm looking at like a guy a if i'm looking at a guy who could be really really nervous going into this i think William Byron could be the guy that's on the inside being really nervous
3: well and and you point that out that when we get to the stats we'll talk about that William Byron uh only two top 10s in the last 10 road course races average finish of 20.8 so William Byron, definitely, especially when you're talking Chase Briscoe, the amount of road racing he's done, Austin Cindric, the amount of road racing he's done, and then Daniel Suarez, who's right there with you, the guy that's won on a road course this year. So if you're and Larson's right above him, Larson right? and Logano. So, Lugano, so you know. you're talking about all winners on road courses and you're sitting there in the sandwich going, oh boy. So Byron definitely needs to step up. Um, what we got coming up though, for the rest of this, the, this next five races, of course, last race here at Charlotte, the Roval. Roval, the Bank of America Roval 400. Uh, Then you have, of course, the South Point 400. We kick off here at Las Vegas. Then the Dixie Vodka 400 at Homestead, or only stop at Homestead now, not championship weekend. Then we got Martinsville and Phoenix, of course, championship round. So really one more round, Jeff. I mean, the one round, South Point, Homestead, Martinsville, mile and a half, special mile and a half, and the short track, a great schedule still remaining for, for uh, our playoff run.
2: It is, and a lot of diversity there. I mean, the Vegas tracks, Homestead track, maybe a little bit similar, but the fact we're going to go road course, we're going to go to the mile and a half. So then we got the little paperclip short right. track, and then a mile track to end it. Um, I, I think it's wide open for anybody that gets through this weekend.
3: And the mile-and-a-half at Homestead is a totally unique mile-and-a-half in our sport. It's the only one that doesn't have a D-shape with it. It's the only one that ha- – it, it's, a, it's a tough – mile and a half so love it when we go to homestead one of my favorites all right guys when we come back we're gonna tell you who's hot at uh roval we'll tell you who's hot on road courses and the odds
0: there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip
3: Back in, Gone Racing, Brennan Gone, Jeff Motley here, VEASAN Studio, and Mr. Motley, we were just talking about all things Bank of America Roval 400, and we got some guys that, you know, driver track stats for just the Roval. Forget about road courses. We only have, of course, what, two races, I think, Bo- ever? But you know they put the word Roval in the name Man. of the race to make you say it. Uh, yeah, it was all done with Brendan Gone in mind. I can just call it the Bank of America 400 and be just <laughs> fine with that. Um, but the guy, we only have a couple races here, right? There's only two races at the Charlotte Road Course, so if you have somebody that's raced,
2: or sorry, four races that we've had. And of course, Chase Elliott, 50%. And one of them was pretty amazing because he went into the turn one barrier and everybody thought his day was over and he still came back. In well,
3: and you guys have a sponsor. That's uh, the goodies Headache headache Corner or something yeah, like that. Something and it's, like, yeah, I believe it's, it is. It's, it's The turn one is where everybody seems to – that was where Brad Kozlowski absolutely or, 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 just forgot to hit the brakes and turned right. one time, wrecked everybody. But, I mean, four races. You got Chase Elliott with two wins in those four races. Ryan Blaney is one of the winners. And Kyle Larson with three races, he'd missed one of them, is one of the winners. I mean, But how about Ryan Blaney? Four races there, all four in the top 10.
2: Yeah, he and Joey Logano, the only two guys that have got top 10s in all four races. He's also got the two top fives. He just likes this place. And, you know, Blaney doesn't really profess to be a great road, road course racer, but racer. He's
3: got something there.
2: He look likes at the bottom of
3: that screen there. That guy you said that doesn't do good on road courses, that we just gave a stat that says he doesn't like road courses
2: at the bottom. Yeah, William Byron's got four starts here as well. He's got two top two tens, top 10s. I, I, I'll give it, and that's probably going to give him some confidence going into this race, but I know road courses haven't really been as much his strong suit, and and we also, I mean, look, some of the guys we were talking about as well, too, you know, Briscoe, Austin Sendrick, they don't have quite as many measuring points. In fact, Austin, I don't think has run a cup race here. Briscoe has only, won, only run one cup race here on this Roval. Uh, Daniel Suarez is in a better car than he's been in on this track before. So uh, I, I think there's some outliers because we haven't run that many races here and guys that haven't run a lot of races. And there's another guy that's missing off that list up there who is probably going to be one of the main contenders this week. And that's Tyler Reddick, given what he's done this year on road course.
3: Absolutely. Well, let's get into our odds to win this race, Jeff. Then uh, of course, start off this, the guy who Locked himself into the next round. The guy who had two of those four win- race wins, Chase Elliott, is your favorite at plus 500. Tyler Reddick, you just mentioned it, a winner this year earlier on the road course, plus 600. Kyle Larson, plus 800. I can- I see no argument for those three being your favorites. But those are great numbers for race winners. Well,
2: that's what I was going to say. Uh, I-, I agree with you that Chase and Reddick and Larson should be the top three favorites. But I was looking at thinking those are plus 300, plus 350, yeah. plus 400.
3: Those are great numbers right there. Uh, the Dinger, you go a huge drop from Kyle Larson plus 800 to the Dinger, 12 to 1. William Byron, Denny Hamlin, both 12 to 1. Ryan Blaney, the guy that's won two of them, all four top tens. Ryan Blaney, 15 to 1 with Logano, Chastain, Daniel Suarez, Christopher Bell, and Austin Sindrick. Chase Briscoe, 20. Martin Truex Jr., 25. Chris Boucher, Kevin Harvick right there with him. 30 to 1. Michael McDowell and Kyle Bush. And then Noah Gregson, Eric Jones at 50 to 1. That's a unique front page for the Roval race, which, look, this is a road course. It's a unique road course. I get it. It's it, it has a different feel than, let's say, a Sonoma or a Watkins Glen, but
2: there's good numbers here. There's a lot of guys I like. You know, there are great numbers, and, you know, I kind of think about the NASCAR history on road courses, right? So I remember when there was a part time when they really first started running them where it was either Ricky Rudd or Mark Martin was going to probably yep, win. Yep. And then we went through a period where Jeff Gordon was pretty much dominating them all the time. And then we got into this where Martin Truex suddenly became suddenly, this really good came road course racer. out of nowhere racer. all of a sudden. But now, while Chase Elliott and Tyler Reddick have been the best, you talked about A.J. Allmendinger. You talk about the fact that logano has got four top tens in four races there. Daniel Suarez has a road course win. Chris Buescher, look how well Chris Buescher has run on the road courses this year. He has been terrific on the road courses, something that people really didn't think he had in him. In fact, I think he has two second-place finishes this year on road courses. He's got two top-three finishes. So Michael McDowell, another guy that's an accomplished road course racer, we've got a lot more competition on the road courses than we've ever had had in the history of the sport.
3: When I started racing, Jeff, stay on the course and you're going to get a top five. That was what me and Shane Wilson used to say at Penske and all the years. Just stay on the course. You'll get a top five. That's all you had to do. The guys were so bad at it. Not that way anymore. And how about Austin Cindrick, 15-1? to 1. And here's a guy who, you know, second at Indianapolis. The Indianapolis road course, very similar to this one, one of those five, styles. Five Xfinity wins on different Road, road courses. courses. I mean, other than Watkins Glen, where he had his only bad road course of the season, thirteenth, 9th, eighth, fifth, seventh, second, he's been on fire on these places. So I, I love a lot of numbers to win this race. I think there's a lot of guys that can. Is the problem? Let's look at the second page because there might even be some guys in the second page that we might be able to come up with. Uh, Brad Keselowski, fifty to one. Remember the famous race here. Been long removed from him and and Marcos Ambrose's famous race here. Uh, Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace, Ty Gibbs. And Cole Custer, all 101. Ty Gibbs, an Xfinity driver that has absolutely shined on road courses. So, uh, you know, how hmm. did he do
2: it at Watkins Glen this year? I don't. It,
3: he had a bad day because uh, remember day. I bet on him and he had he did have okay. a bad day, but right. he's notoriously really good on him. And then you got some guys, and I'm going to give some love to these thousand to one guys. Okay, the Rick Ware Racing, most of them, uh, a couple you know lower end teams. But hold on, Joey Hand. Actually, was running top five, I think, at Watkins Glen before something happened and he faded in the end. Mike Rockefeller, uh, you know, these are two names
2: that 1,000 to 1, 500 to 1s that can do something. Well, and one thing about Joey Hand, I mean, a lot of just NASCAR fans don't know much Joey about Hand Joey Hand. Phenomenal. Joey Hand walks through the cup garage at a road course. Those NASCAR guys actually want to go oh, no. and hey, we Joey, all go talk to him. Joey, Joey how, how, how do you handle this corner? They know what a good road course racer Joey is. I mean, you put Joey. In one of these top flight cars. Joey, in the day,
3: used to be the guy that would come to Virginia International Raceway to driver coach cup drivers how to drive their car that he'd never driven.
2: Joey Hand is far from an unknown when it comes to NASCAR racing for the inside the the industry.
3: He's the man right there. Let's get to the top threes because if we talked about, of course, winning the race, being so good. Well, top threes. Now, here's where... It looks a little more statistically correct, a shall skinny, we say. Little skinny. <laughs> Chase Elliott is 150 is your favorite. Tyler Reddick is 180. Kyle Larson, 250. Those all sound about the number we expect. Uh, then you got 350 for Dinger, Byron, and Hamlin. 400 for Blaney, Logano, Chastain, Suarez, Christopher Bell, and Austin Sendrick. Chase Briscoe, 600. Martin Truex Jr., 7. Tris Bucher, Kevin Harvick, all 7. Michael McDowell, 8 with Kyle Bush, Noah Gregson, Eric Jones, 15 to 1s. Now, the top threes where we all, there's so many guys we think can win, but there's still great numbers on those winners. Now we tighten it back up for the top threes.
2: Yeah. And, you know, when I look at the top three and I say, okay, is there going to be some value? I actually am looking over at column number two. I'm looking at Christopher Bell and Austin Cindric at 400. I'm looking at Briscoe at 600. I'm looking at Chris Buescher at 700. Chris
3: Buescher's had an
2: amazing season. That's what I was telling you. I think he's had two top threes this year. He finished second at Sonoma.
3: Chris Boucher has had five top tens in the last 10 races. Average finish 11.4. He was second at Sonoma, sixth at Elkhart Lake, 10th at Indianapolis, ninth at Watkins Glen. He's on a four race top 10 streak right now. And he was third at the Charlotte road course last year. Right. So, so that's what I'm saying. Chris he, Boucher is a, is a great one to look at for that plus at, 700 at a plus
2: 700. Absolutely. Nope.
3: I like that a lot. And on the second page, there's still some names even there. Once again, it's a top three, right? I mean, Here's names that Brad Kozlowski, 15 to 1. Now, Austin Dillon, 25. I always joke, Austin, I love my Austin Dillon. He comes to me for advice. That would be a career best finish for him. Maybe a little tough, but. Bubba Wallace had had a great run on the road courses earlier this year, twenty five to uh, one.
2: Austin and Bubba are two guys who I think over the past year have made leaps Huge. and bounds of progress on the road course. You know, Bubba, he used to his joke used to be, What's your favorite turn on a road course? And he said the one well, exiting the, the racetrack. Track. You know, and I think he's finally kind of come around a little bit to say, Fifth. Okay, look, we're running a lot of these races. Fifth I, at Indianapolis. Yeah, I better Fifth. figure this stuff out. I think that, he was shocked to finish fifth actually, at Indianapolis. He, well, remember what
3: he said? He said everybody else wrecked him. Well, still there. Hey. Uh, but Ty Gibbs, once again, 25 to 1. Justin Haley, decent road racer, 50 to 1. And then you got the Joey Hand at 100 to 1. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Joey Hand could actually be in the top three in this race with being in Charlotte, all the crew members being able to be there, getting a better pit crew available for that team. I think there's an opportunity there for Joey Hand.
2: Well, I think for a guy like Joey Hand, I mean, there's a few factors that have to come into play. Number one, the car has to stay together, obviously. I think the car itself will be competitive only because I think the driver can sometimes make the car more competitive than it is. If the driver does a really good job on the road course, I think that plays in his favor. And the other thing we never know about when we're on these road courses is the strategy. You know, the the strategy, the, the pits, the... You know, because really, you know, everybody knows you actually want to pit under green on these road courses. You don't want to pit under yellow.
3: Your goal, your goal is to pit. We used to have actually we used to have spotters, Jeff, around the racetrack. But all their job was to do was to call me if they knew that we were close to the pit entry. If something happened at Road America turn six, we had somebody up there. His job was to scream. Pit, 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 pit. Because if something happened and you could be the first guy on pit road before they close that pit road, that's a huge advantage at road racing. And
2: Charlotte, the, the road course, no exception. If you can hit pit road when it's happening, and if you've got a team that's not one of the top teams, and let's just take Joey Hay and Joey Rick, Rick that's, where racing—that's what he. Has when to rely you pit under green, and let's say your pit stop is one second slower. That one, one second under, one. Or, let's say it's two seconds <laughs> or three seconds slower. The driver, if it's under green, can make that up on the racetrack. Yes. You're two or three seconds slower on a yellow flag pit stop. That could be You're, the difference in going from spots. seventh to twenty seventh. Yeah. You're going to lose a ton of spots when he pits. So now the you got got to pass a lot lot of cars. That's yep. it, It's a big difference. And, and it's tough to pass in these places.
3: All right, guys. When we come back, we'll get into uh, what do we got? We got top threes coming up, which actually, Jeff, this week. Oh, we got head to heads now. We got head thr- yeah. yeah, I mean, do we the top We got we got head to heads, which this week head to heads are actually pretty exciting. And then, of course, our favorites the groups. We'll wrap up with our picks in the end. See you in a minute, guys. rewatch any part of today's show or any past show check out the gone racing podcast it's free and available now at vsun.com forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts we give you all the latest news odds and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each nascar race the gone racing podcast it's free and available now at vsun.com forward slash podcasts. while you're there catch up on all the other great VSON shows as well
2: you know i think we say the word podcast in that read more than we say roval or crapshoot no,
3: absolutely not. We say those words a lot. <laughs> Welcome back in, everybody. Brennan Gone, Jeff Molly. We are heading into our third segment on Gone Racing here, and we're talking about the Bank of America 400 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Omitted it for you intentionally. And we have just gotten into I, – I know the boys are making fun of me because I, I accidentally said that we were going to tease the top threes that I had just finished going through.
2: So we are actually not going to the top threes. We're going into our head-to-heads. And it's important that people know we don't have a backspace key. So – You know, it happens. We're professionals. I mean, you
3: know, we're good at what we do. Uh, (laughs) I got everybody. Wyatt just looks down and goes, uh, oh. But so, on our head-to-heads, though, today, we actually have a couple ones. I think all three of us, have right off the bat, when this thing pops on the screen for you guys watching, I think with a quick glance, everybody's going to go, wow, Kyle Larson plus 135 against Tyler Reddick. I mean, who was the guy that was the hottest guy in the sport on road courses? It went to Chase Elliott, then Chase Elliott gave the crown to Kyle Larson. And it's really kind of become Tyler sp-
2: Reddick in this new car.
3: Well, it's been spread out now. Reddick's won, Suarez won. All these guys have won, but well, still, 135? I Reddick's mean, won twice. I understood, but still. I mean, yeah, he won Elkhart Lake. He won the Annapolis gro- you know, road course. I get it. But 135 in a head-to-head matchup?
2: Pretty stout. That's a great number on Kyle Larson. There's no question. about it. I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm a little shocked to see that number. I would have maybe I could seen a plus one hundred and five. Well, what a plus one thirty five. And the other one I
3: like right there, Ryan Blaney, right in the middle of the screen, plus one fifteen to AJ Allmendinger's minus one thirty five. I mean, we've talked about Dinger and and what we all believe in this in this room what Dinger can do, but plus one fifteen head to head versus the Dinger who you know they've been prone to making some mistakes when they don't. Watkins Glenn, he's second place. He wins the Indianapolis Roccourt. He, you know, he's but Ryan Blaney, we just said four races, four top tens here. That means you, you know, A.J. Almendinger has to be guaranteed a top five or above to beat Ryan Blaney.
2: And there's no question Blaney is gonna go into this race with a lot of confidence. I mean, he's he you know, Blaney at also Blaney is probably gonna be looking at, okay, I want to get two good stage finishes. And then I want to keep it on the track in the final stage, and I'm through to the next round. I mean, he's got a little bit of a cushion there, but I'm with you. I mean, he's certainly going to take some confidence. And look, he also wants to win a race. He wants to win a race. He's very he hungry does, to win a race. He does not want race. to be that
3: guy that gets to the championship round without winning a race and, and goes to the championship without winning. So I, I agree with you. But there's still, some fun ones on the head-to-head page, which we and,
2: normally don't have. You know, And just one other one that kind of is just I, – I kind of like, huh? Kyle Busch plus 105 to Martin Truex minus 125. You know, Truex has not – he had that one good race the very first year when he should have won it, and Jimmy Johnson wrecked him at the finish line. But other than that, you know, he hasn't really set the world on fire on this track. And he was so good on road courses for a while, and he really – And disappeared And, yeah, quickly. all of a sudden, yeah. he, he's not as good on road courses. Now, granted, you could say Kyle Busch's team has mailed it in. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but you know how Kyle Busch is. He's still going to race hard to win any race he goes into. I, I just think getting Kyle Busch on a plus line against Truex, who has not – really been as strong in this new car on the road courses, there might be a chance there.
3: Yeah, I mean, going back right now, uh, Kyle Bush had a top, it was fourth in the, this race last year. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., seventh place at Austin this year. Other than that, all 20th place finishes, not running very well. And not because he's been crashing. No, like just it's not, not running run well. well. Right. So I do. There, those three lines right in the middle there, I think we both kind of jump on and like. So there's some head-to-heads that we actually like for a change. Yep. Right. But let's get into our groups because we have a, a, a record-breaking number in our group matchups today. And it happens right off the bat in our group A, Mr. Motley. And, uh, okay, Chase Elliott is plus 170. A little paltry in the group. Tyler Eddick, 210. Kyle Larson. If you told me Kyle Larson in a group at any time is 370, I'm like, I'm salivating. Kyle
2: Larson, 370. And, and before you get to the rest of this group, to me, that is astounding. That, that, like, like we would be like, "Are you kidding, kidding me?" You in group A, just by seeing Kyle Larson plus three seventy, but AJ Almendinger plus four eighty
3: five—that is a record on this show for a group matchup. The only question is, do I love the number on AJ Almendinger enough to go four eighty five, or do I really like that three seventy on Kyle Larson? I mean, I—I I, I, either way, I'm betting this group for a change. I don't know if I'm doing Dinger or Larson, but. I love both numbers.
2: Well, that is a I, 485 number. It's just kind of like how on earth do you let, let that dangle out there? And L- Almendinger's running for the checkers. I mean, he's not running for anything but well, a win here. He's going to win the race. And, by the way, a little bit of news on Almendinger: It was announced this week. He's going full-time back to the Cup Series next year with Collie Racing. So, I'm sure that's going to give him a little bit of an of a adrenaline boost this week, too.
3: Yeah, I just I, – I, I, I can't – 485? 485. That's huge. Have, wow. Okay. Um, I, I'm Once again, to me, make it a two-man horse race. They're all great. We can make the argument for each single one of them. 170. Uh, there's a reason why the odds go this way, folks. You're, you're trying to tell people not to bet one way and bet the other. Right now, bet it before Dinger goes down because he's going to go less, and so will Kyle Larson. I guarantee that those numbers will shift as the weekend goes on. Uh, Group B, you got Daniel Suarez, a race winner this year at plus 265, William Byron at plus 270, Christopher Bell, 275, Ryan Blaney, 275. A tightly knit uh, group right here, and this is the group, Jeff, every week we always talk about one group that I just, there isn't a spread that makes me say I want to go to one guy or the other, and I can tell you why each one of these people can win
2: the race and this group. I can see where you're coming from with that, but I think the one thing that gets me about this group is the guy who is the long shot is the guy who has been the most successful on this track. Long shot. I mean, no, he's a long. Sh- no, he's not a big long shot, but he is still the guy sitting at the bottom of this list, Ryan Blaney. But he is certainly the most successful driver among those four at this track. I mean, he's got four top tens and four starts, two top fives, and he's got a win.
3: I, it's it's. I, yes, I don't disagree. It's just, I don't see any, there's nothing there excites me to say, hey, 275 versus a 270 or 265. No excitement in this group for me today.
2: Well, mm-hmm. I think when we get to the next group is going to be my, why everybody could win or everybody could lose. more so than group B for me. Then let's get into group C then. Right. Group
3: C has race winner this year, Ross Chastain at 230 with Austin Sindrick right there at 230, Joey Logano, 310, and Denny Hamlin, 340. Once again, Denny Hamlin at 340. At least this group has an enticing number, right? I mean, makes you want to bet it. Ross Chastain faded pretty much the last, I mean, he had a top five last week, which finally gets, you know, talked about him a little bit again. He led a lot of laps, got his name back up there without it being from wrecking somebody. But Joey Logano at at that 310 number, to me, that's intriguing just because Joey Logano, you know, four top tens, last 10 races here at, at road courses, two of them top fives, been a decent road racer, third at the Glen, sixth at the Indianapolis. Last year, seventh here. I I kind of like that three ten number on, but but to me the the wild card in that is Cindric. He's the one that makes me nervous because Cindric can go flat out, go whoop this race, and that's the only bang, thing that gives me a sticking point. But there ain't no way I'm going to bet an Austin Cindric at two thirty. That's just too paltry. for Well, me and I don't Sindrick.
2: disagree with you there. And I think you can, and, and I think you talked about Chastain how well he did at at Coda. Cindric, we, we've talked much about how well he's done in the Xfinity series in these cars, and he's also shown that in the Cup cars. And Denny Hamlin, I don't ever count Denny Hamlin out. So anybody here could, could conceivably do it in this group.
3: That's the and I mean
2: they could win the race, not just win, win the Group, group yeah. C. Well, But we said there's so many guys this year that can win. Uh, let's get into Group D, and
3: Group D is our man Chris Boucher, 250 is the favorite, Martin Truex Jr., 270, Kyle Busch, 285, Michael McDowell, 285. This, I, I give you your argument that you had here. Michael McDowell at 285 um, with the year he's been having with, with how he's been doing. He's got four top tens uh, on in the last 10 road races. All of them this year in this car, Sonoma, third Elkhart Lake, eighth Indianapolis, eighth and Watkins Glen sixth. So other than Chris Boucher, which is why he is the favorite. We talked about how well he's been doing, but Michael McDowell at 285,
2: well, and I think this group is intriguing too because look, I, I I hate to say this, but I see two guys out there that I'm not sure their give a damn's not busted at this point for the year. Take the middle I, two and put an X I, over. You them know, there's two Gibbs cars that are not in the playoffs with Truex and and Kyle Busch not even coming back. I just don't know how much they have in them. You know, I don't know how 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 hard they're going to go after it. Buescher, I mean, look, he he is he's fired up right now. He got a win at Bristol. That team's running well. He he feels confident on road courses. Michael McDowell, same way. All these top tens that Michael McDowell has had. He's certainly going to be fired up. I just, I just like the hunger in these two guys, and I don't see that. So it's almost like a head-to-head with a plus I'm, 250 and a plus 285 there. Agree with you right there, and, and 250 is a good number, too. Let's get
3: into our Group E. We got uh, the 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 youngster, Ty Gibbs, lead this off as the favorite at 260. Cole Custer, Justin Haley, and Austin Dillon, all 275s. I gotta tell you, I like the favorite.
2: I don't really know who I like here.
3: Well, look, I love Austin Dillon. He's been running the best he's run in his career this year on road races. Uh, You know, he's got a top 10. He got his first ever top 10 finally on a road road course earlier this year at at Coda. But Ty Gibbs, I said it last time, he let me down. But I think Ty Gibbs... And you talked about, there's not a lot of return here. No, 260, not a lot of return. All right, guys, when we come back, we'll finish Group F and we will get to the prop bets and give you our picks and all that great stuff. And I didn't mess up an exit as I left. And everybody, gone racing. Jeff Motley, Brennan, gone. Last segment here, and we're we're into our final groups and our prop bets for this week's Bank of America 400 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And Group F, you know, a lot of times there, like, a lot of times I like Group F more than most. Right? We get the names we don't see. It's kind of a lot more fun today. It's difficult. Uh, Ty Dillon, two sixty five. Bubba Wallace, two seventy. Eric Almirola and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Two seventy five Here's the deal. Stenhouse Jr. Uh, Never in his career been a road racer, right? I mean, something that he just never did well on. This year, he's probably done better than he's done in years past. Eleventh, say that about all four of these guys. Fifteenth, Bubba. Bubba had the race at Indy where he finished top five, but he said, "You know, everybody wrecked. That's why I'm here." Doesn't have the confidence in it. You know that that ought to
2: help him a little
3: bit. That that ought to, but I I don't think he believes it. That might be true. You know is the problem, and so that leaves me with Ty and Eric. Ty Dillon's had just an abysmal season he just wants this year over with and to figure out what he's doing next year, which leaves me with Eric Almirola. Um, Not a great road racer, but doesn't have to be a great road racer to be in this group, right? All he has to do is beat those guys.
2: Yeah, I don't like this group at all. I really don't have much to offer on this I'm group. To, I'm you, you're, you're actually trying to make trying chicken to find salad Eric out of something else. But I, had
3: to, I had to scroll way down to find Eric Almirola on the uh, yeah. his last 10. And There's a reason
2: there. It's in group not F. pretty. When you get an F on your report card, what is that? Okay. Card. I'm just saying. That's it's group nice. F. Eric, that was Jeff Motley from Las Vegas
3: Motor Speedway. Uh, I didn't say you had an F. <laughs> um, Okay, so let's get into our prop bets then. And we start off, of course, with our Chevrolets, which biggest ones to choose from. And, of course, all your favorites are there. Chase Elliott, 300. Tyler Reddick, 350. Kyle Larson, 500. Byron Dinger, sevens. Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, nines. Then a huge gap to Eric Jones at 25 and Noah Gregson at 25. Um, there's, the, there's that Mike Rockefeller we mentioned a couple times. Connor Daly got mentioned on this one, 500 to one. Well, six of
2: these seven at the top have all won this a, cup ra- a cup race yeah. on a road course.
3: Yeah, and all this season, actually. And William, Chase, Kyle, Tyler,
2: not Dinger. AJ didn't win this year. But five, yeah, five of those. Five, five of, of those the, seven have won a race this year correct. on a road course. And so Byron is the only one that hasn't. I just think it makes this tough. Now, are the numbers good? Yes, sure. the numbers are very good for manufacturer, but there's a reason it's good because <laughs> yeah. uh, che- it Chevrolets have been dominant on the market. in a hat, yeah. shuffle them up and pick one out. That's a rough
3: one. I'm not touching the top Chevy. It's a tough one for me. The top Fords this year, we got uh, Ryan Blaney, the aforementioned, how well he does at this place. Ryan Blaney's your leader at plus 450, with Logano and Cindric all co favorites there at 450. Chase Briscoe, six. Kevin Harvick, Chris Buescher, seven. Michael McDowell, 900. Then the big gap to Wyatt's Brad Kozlowski 15 to 1, Cole Custer 25, there's your Joey Hand at 100 to 1. Um listen, Blaney to me, I like that right off the bat. I think that's a a good pick right there. I think Cindric can do great things, but I like that I like that right there.
2: It's a really good number on Blaney and I think that's probably the part is being a plus 450 certainly makes it enticing to take a look at. There's no doubt about that. Top Toyotas, of course, only six of them – or yeah, five of them in the field. Sorry,
3: Denny Hamlin leads it at 200. 250, Christopher Bell. Martin Truex Jr., 400. Kyle Busch, 500. Ty Gibbs and Bubba Wallace both at 15-1. to Um, Honestly, I think they should have that flip-flop. I think C-Bell should be your Toyota favorite. So I think if you're going to go, 250 on Christopher Bell is my my
2: pick right there. But I'm staying out of it too paltry for me. I I concur. I really don't have anything else to add. I'm 100% in agreement with you.
3: All right. Uh, Well, so we, of course – kind of briefly always talk about the championship odds and this is being a cutoff race, Jeff. So we got to at least talk about this, where the numbers are as the guys sit right now, right now, you got Alex Bowman out. So you're down one guy. Christopher bell is on the outside looking in. He's 50 to one. Should he pull off the walk off? That 15 is going to shrink chase Briscoe, Austin, Sindrick. They're on the outside looking in. They're both fifties to one. They're going to shrink. But the one I like William Byron's 20 to one. I think he's going to squeak through this round, make it, Twenty to one—that odds will go right away to twelve or fifteen just by being in the next round. And I think that those next two rounds set up great for Hendrick Motorsports and William Byron.
2: I agree. One, I agree with you totally. In fact, William Byron is definitely the guy that jumps out at me the most right out there. Everybody else, the numbers really aren't that that strong. Uh, obviously, Elliott and Hamlin have been probably the two most consistent guys all year long. So there's a reason that why they're, they're the up, why they're the favorites right up there at the top. So I think if you're going to look for some value. William Byron William is Byron's your value pick right now.
3: He's my he's my hedge bet to get off and, off the off the deal and do it.
2: And look how far down Christopher Bell's numbers went.
3: Yeah. No, I, mean, I mean, He
2: was a guy we all thought was you a, and I a talked, real good chance to win when it. when the playoffs started. He was so good in the first, first three round. races. And the last – just
3: No, uh, I mean, see Bell was – you and I had him as the, as not even a dark horse anymore to be in the final four, and he just had an abysmal round. I mean, well, just and
2: part of that also is he had no real bonus points coming in. He yeah. didn't do enough during the regular yeah. season. He really kind of saved his best for the last three – those first three races of the playoffs.
3: So let's talk about how we did last week real quick, we and I'm gonna to? To make this extremely brief because I don't want this graphic on the screen more than five seconds. Oh, come on, come on. Let me let me let me savor this a little bit here. No, I listen, you unfortunately he's controlling the buttons, so that, that <laughs> No, real, no, no the guy's stay. downstairs all um, But as you see, Jeff and I had the giant L last week and the That's giant Because we
2: took four of the same five and W uh, went to the pick crew
3: who had an amazing week and have now jettisoned to the lead of the gone racing league. And they are now only ones in positive. Uh, they won and, with McDowell and with Elliott.
2: Great job last and week. And you know Boys. what's really scary for the pit crew? Ryan Blaney finished second in the race and lost his group. They could have had another <laughs> one. Uh, really I was so
3: rude for Ryan Blaney there. At the end. Come another on, another push, one there. push it.
2: Yeah, that's not good. Uh.
3: But we go in, of course, descending order on this, and that has been my seat for almost three quarters of this season. So I will lead us <laughs> off, and I will start. Let me get my papers here. Okay. Going into the top threes now. Top threes. I propped it earlier. Now I'm doing top threes. Austin Sindrick at plus 400 and Chris Buescher at plus 700. Those are two of my top threes. I like those. I'm going to a head to head, and I'm going to jump on that Kyle Larson. I, I just I can't see 135 in a head to head. I can't I, I can't not take that one. And then I'm double dipping. I'm going AJ Allmendinger in Group A because he can lose. He can if he beats Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson still beats Tyler Reddick. I could theoretically win both of those bets. So I'm going uh, AJ Allmendinger, group A. I'm going Michael McDowell
2: in group D. Those are my five picks. All right. Well, you guys, are, you and I are going to agree on one, and we're going to go head-to-head on one. Got to fight in ch- – oh, well, only on one. All right, as long as we only agree on one, I got a fight chance. chance. Don't pick race winners very often. Nope. But you can give me plus 500 on the best road course racer for the last three years in NASCAR. Chase Elliott, plus 500 to win – I'm taking Chase Elliott to win, plus 500. My agreement with you, I'm going also Austin Cendrick, plus 400 for a top three. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to take a couple of uh, group picks. Uh, one of which I am going to go head-to-head with you. But the first one, Group C, I'm taking that Joey Logano. You give me 310 yep. on Joey Logano. I, like I really too. really like that number. I like it. And then I'm going to go um, and knock uh, heads with you on Group D. I'm going to take the Chris Buescher route. I will tell you now, I love Michael McDowell and Christopher Buescher both here. I like Christopher Buescher a little bit more. And like we talked earlier, I'm really kind of ruling True X and Kyle Busch out because they just really haven't done much down the stretch. And then the, my last pick, and you actually hit on it, and uh, I know you like it too, is uh, Ryan Blaney to be the top forward. I like really, it. Really like that I pick. I do like person. it. I've,
3: I've thought about that one too. It just I, 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 I like my picks. I'm happy.
2: I like your picks too.
3: I like both of you guys' picks. Wish you guys the best of luck this week. I oh, did goodness, not
2: I did. find not one uh, ounce of sincerity in hey, that. Hey, did look, I, there's also, none Brandon, in that. Let me none. tell
3: you, two weeks ago when he, he jinxed you, when he said, oh, Brandon's catching up to the pick group, Brandon's catching up to the pick group. You call them like Jaws or whatnot. Yeah, yeah let me a, just let you know that, that's the guy right there that you you need to look at.
2: But for the pick crew picks, this a, one if is I, picks. I, if I had that much power. I would be standing at that betting <laughs> <and> counter catching <laughs> tickets right now. <laughs> now.
3: This this is an honorary pick from our TD, Jeremy Wangle. He picked uh, Ryan Blaney, top three, plus 400. I didn't talk him off of the Rockefeller top Chevy at 500 to one. Uh, I agree with you, Brendan, on the uh, Kyle Larson, plus 135. Kyle Larson's yeah. won a road course races here over Tyler Reddick. I, I like that number. Uh, Ross Chastain, uh, twin group C at plus 230. So we're head-to-head on the Joy Logano. Ty Gibbs, we'll go with Ty Gibbs for the first time this year to win Group E at plus 260, and I oh, skipped one. Uh, Michael McDowell to win Group uh, D at plus 285. Michael McDowell has just cashed so much bets for us this year. Well, so that's uh,
2: that. Brendan and the pit crew Great. And then we all picked Group D. We all You all know Michael McDowell too? No, we all picked Group D. Oh, yeah. I took Busher. You guys both okay, took good. me we down. Got, we, so, okay, we, so we have
1: a fighting
3: chance group now. D is, <laughs> group D is our group D. Then is our is our uh, you know our, our side bet pot.
2: Then we can. You're you're welcome, Martin Tricks Jr. and Kyle Bush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: exactly. <laughs> uh, Kyle, Kyle's going to call us the next week. When we come to town and go. Okay, you guys suck. Oh, Thank you. Um, yeah. But, all right. Well, there, there's our picks, guys. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can we can make some money for you guys. Get you some cash, some tickets, and and Motley. This is a we got this week at Charlotte, which you actually don't have to go there. And moonlight. I'm just looking
2: forward to this race being over. You know why? It's time for your race. We got next. We got definitely got
3: next. We got a huge deal Thursday. We got the big thing coming up for all of us. We got Mark Martin. Even brought
2: old Mark NASCAR Martin. our Hall of Famer Mark the Martin. the dust off him. He's right. coming here. Right. You're blowing the dust off of you. Come out and sign the <laughs> motor guest. No I got, Gregs, a, little, I got Gregson. a Few less inches of dust on me. No Gregson. Riley Herbst. Yep. We got Cly- Clyde, Budweiser Clydesdale. Budweiser Clydesdales. Did I hear free beer? Is it free bud? Uh, and free beer. Free bud. Free, free bud beer. Can't beat that. I mean, they're going to be lined up no, yeah. all the way down the strip for free gonna, beer in the Clydes. We're going to be
3: at the uh, arena. Hanging out there. We got the Clydesdales. You got all us doing autographs. And then, of course, huge week. Star Nursery Race Friday night. Uh, Kurt
2: Bush, and you were going to hang out, sign some autographs, and, and gonna, pre- present the trophy in Victory Lane. It means whatever, you got I mean, to stick around for the whatever Craig race. told me, I'm doing. That's all that matters.
3: <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week when we get to our best week of the year in the South Point 400. See you next week on Racing.